1: Welcome back, mother and father lovers. Just to appease my friend here, John. This is last call at Pemberton's, the best damn how "I met your father" podcast on the internet. I am one of your hosts, Josh. Here, I'm the best but John. How you doing,
0: man? Dude, I am doing great. Happy Independence Day <coughs> to you, motherfucker.
1: That's right. Yes, it's uh, Fourth of July here in the states. Uh, for you know all you guys watching, that's that's when we're recording. So. You know, it is what it is. I know you don't all care, but I don't
0: really care either. <laughs> I mean, with a cracked democracy, you can only care so much.
1: It's very true.
0: It's very true. <laughs> Although I have seen a lot of memes on Facebook today that made me realize people don't actually understand what Independence Day actually is. Okay. I saw one where somebody was talking about how Americans go to Britain to dump tea in the harbor for Independence Day. Oh. That's sweet. the wrong holiday.
1: Yeah, that's 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 weird. Uh it's kinda like how people don't understand what Cinco de Mayo is. Same kind of kind of thing, you know? People just kinda I go mean, with I know what Cinco
0: de Mayo is. It's called my birthday.
1: That is true. Well, that's right, people. So when that rolls around next year, get this motherfucker a present.
0: Don't forget by then. Cashtag uh
1: what is it? Ca- what is it? <laughs>
0: Cashtag Dallas uh it's
1: <laughs> that's the cash tag, my friend. <laughs>
0: Jay made
1: one. Jay that's made one. he made one. That's what it is. <coughs> Send him a belated birthday uh present. Buy him a coffee or something. You know, he loves himself uh some some what some triple triples is that, is that what you're doing nowadays? Yeah, yeah. You know it, you know it. <laughs> I've
0: cut the sugar and creamer back just a little bit. Just no more quads? No more four by no, four? Sh- Sherry's on the four x four at this point.
1: Man, that's that's some wild stuff. I gotta say. <laughs> Everybody out there, let us know your coffee preference. We'd love to hear yeah, it. Yeah, I am, an, I, I am am an
0: I am. iced coffee triple-triple or a mocha iced coffee triple-triple with a shot of espresso. Interesting.
1: I don't drink coffee at all, so there it is.
0: I know, and it's weird to me because, like, you love the smell <laughs> of coffee. I you do. You just don't drink it.
1: True. Yeah, I don't This like
0: motherfucker it. over here gets, like, no sleep, but he's like, I'll pass on the coffee, and I'm like... <laughs>
1: it's so true man oh my god i'm being shot i'm being shot
0: uh again ladies and gentlemen we apologize about the interference from the background but it is independence day and you know how crazy people can get they gotta blow shit up (laughs) yep that's that's how it goes (laughs) i mean i'm so good thing i had my bulletproof vest i know how and I am cracking
1: the cold <laughs> one. Oh my god! You're celebrating America's independence by drinking a Canadian beer, and I love that.
0: Listen, it is produced in Buffalo, <laughs> New York. Oh my god! That is the Queen City of America,
1: bro. That is the Canada of America. No, no, that's that's uh, that's uh, like in Minnesota. Oh. <laughs> Minnesota. Oh damn, good Minnesota. stuff. Man. All right, so yeah, you know, we got all that shit out of the way. Now we're going to get into Season 2, Episode 18, Parent Trap.
0: Parent Trap, bitch! Yeah,
1: aired today, July 4th of 2023. Yeah, we're actually doing this on the day that it uh, uh, aired because uh, I'm going to be out of town visiting a certain somebody, you know.
0: (laughs) You're going to be visiting me. I'm going to be at work.
1: Hey, I'm gonna be on your couch, so I count that as visiting. <laughs> uh, all right. So this episode directed by John's favorite Pamela Fryman.
0: P. Fry.
1: That's right. Finally gets to say it and actually mean it this time. <laughs> yeah, it's been <laughs> a couple weeks. Has been. Uh, and written. We have a, a trio this time around. Oh, uh, not one person. <clears throat> no. Jillian Dukes, Allie Tybalt, and Austin Harris, all three of them are staff writers on the show, uh, and this is pretty much the first writing credit for all of them. Oh shit! Uh, so Jillian Dukes previously worked as a production uh, in production staff for Young Rock. Uh, Allie Tibble worked. <laughs> but, <So>
0: she's unemployed.
1: <laughs> yeah, a- 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 Allie Tibble worked as production staff on This Is Us. Uh, but was also the assistant to the How I Met Your Father showrunners Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger on their other show Love Victor, and Austin Harris, uh, while technically has some writing credits, uh, it's for he wrote and directed a bunch of short films before this, but uh-huh. none none of them have any uh, like feature film or or TV writing credits until this, which is interesting. So you know they're giving them, which is why I think they probably put them as a as a team. To, oh, to help them to, to do this this first time and honestly i think they did a pretty pretty good job i enjoyed this episode quite a bit <laughs> john's over here like i'm gonna critique them even harder now <laughs> uh, the gloves are off yep all right so the summary i got short- my gavel oh jeez. yeah <laughs> be careful with that uh <laughs> he had a hammer folks for those of you not watching the video <laughs>
0: a legit hammer not an actual gavel. For those right. of you not watching, I just want to document for the record that Josh has taken his pants off. No one can prove that because you can't see below, uh-huh. like, my chest line. Put your pants on, Josh. By the
1: way, not wearing a white shirt today, sir. Yellow. Or have
0: you just been wearing it so long <laughs> that it's stained? Yellow. <laughs> Don't tell <laughs> All right. this, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when you flip your shirt over and sniff it a bunch of times and hope that one more day without watching, it'll be just fine.
1: Uh, no comment.
0: If I had to comment on the color of Josh's <laughs> shirt, I'd call it R. Kelly's Sheets. I
1: mean, that's probably accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen R. Kelly's Sheets, but <laughs> I think that's probably accurate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, uh, back to the show.
1: All right, summary for this episode: Sophie tries to parent trap her parents. I mean, who, who else are you parent trapping if not your I was parents? To
0: say right, who else are you fucking parent trapping?
1: Yeah, uh, Sid and Ellen try their own master plan to nudge Jesse and Charlie into being roommates with each other. Yeah, there we go. I
0: mean, all that's right. pretty pretty well ties <laughs> up the synopsis for this one.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's really it's just two. Two storylines running, really, is what it is. Uh, and we're going to get into these. Uh, okay, so Sophie starts things off. She's planning a parent trap, like we said in the in the beginning, because she wants her parents back together. She's real giddy about it.
0: Hell yeah, uh, she is.
1: This this whole episode, at least this part of the episode, made me think of New Girl. Remember when yeah. Jess trying to do the parent trap? Yep. It made me think exactly of, of that, you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: well, it makes and, me laugh because she makes this comment that she wants to parent trap her parents. And I love how Ellen chips in and she's like, oh, we tried to parent trap our parents once oh and it God. didn't work so well. And they flash back to Jesse and Ellen trying to parent trap her parent, their parents.
1: Yeah, as little kids, yeah.
0: And they're like, nobody will know. How are they going to know?
1: I I love it because they're dressed the same. And then Jesse's like putting this, like, this wig on so yep. that he looks like Ellen. Hilarious. I and I was
0: like, there's clearly a height difference between the two of them. And I mean, that's the biggest difference. I mean, otherwise, you might not have known. But I mean.
1: <laughs> I mean, I give him credit for like having the uh, the for really sticking to it, having the commitment to it. To be like, this oh, is yeah. going to work.
0: We believe I in mean, it. when you're a kid, you don't <clears throat> see the differences that we see as adults. Like, yeah. clearly Ellen isn't, you know, the same looking as Jesse. Not to mention, one's a boy, one's a girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you're blind to that kind of shit when you're a kid. It's going to work. True. Yeah, it's very true. I thought I could fly as a kid. And I don't
1: think that probably worked out too well, did it?
0: No, because, I mean, I didn't jump off things. I thought that I was running fast enough that I would jump, and then I was extending my body <laughs> out to, like, a flat Oh,
1: manner. gotcha. I thought yeah, I was,
0: like, yeah. flying, like, short bursts and then landing. Turns out I was just, like, running and, like, jumping.
1: You're just sailing through the air. <laughs> I kind of. I like it. I like it. I should try that again now as an adult. We'll film it. We'll put it on the internet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then oh, we can we
1: can man. have our very own edition of drunk or kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Back it up, Terry.
1: Yep, there it is. All right, so uh, Sophie has set up a romantic dinner with a uh, hot but forgettable waiter and a harpist named Harper.
0: Now, is it yeah. the same Harper that we're thinking of? <laughs> is it Harper Harper?
1: I, I don't know who you're thinking of.
0: Isn't that the girl that Jesse's talking to right now? Is Harper? No,
1: that's Parker.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. That's like go, Bo, go. You see how that sounds alike?
1: <laughs> I
0: said no, Bo, no. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, man. But Did yeah. they throw
0: hot dogs at you?
1: They might have. <laughs> but uh, Sophie, she has a family bucket list that she wants to, uh, you know, she's trying to, to complete here. she it includes things like apple picking. A three-seat bicycle ride, and family portraits at the J.C. Penny,
0: which she's been practicing her posing for. Yep.
1: <laughs> Is J.C. Penny even still a thing? I don't even know.
0: I mean, ours here <clears> closed, <throat> so I don't I know. I don't know.
1: I don't know when the last time was I saw a J.C. Penny.
0: So, do you honest- remember their jingle? Uh, jingle though, still. Uh, no, I don't. J.C. Penny
1: doing it right. There you go. That's a that's a that's a fucking trip to the past, there, folks. And kids, <laughs> J.C. Penney was a uh, department store that sold you know clothing and the whatnots. High know. end clothing at that. It wasn't for cheap and like broke. People. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd call the clothing itself high end, but it sure as shit was expensive.
0: Yeah, it was like forty dollars for one fucking button up. Yeah, it, it was it was pricey stuff. Uh, I mean, that's oh, fair. I think I think overpriced is, is is what it would I would say. Dude, do you remember the time we went to J C right after Dad passed away, and we were asking about the big and tall section, and they sent us to like this corner of the store that was like, oh my God, yeah, it was legitimately people like if this is the boundaries of the store, we were over here in this like little nook and cranny corner that yeah. wasn't even in the store technically. We were in like a hallway that we could have. It was like, almost like an annex. Yeah, to it. it really was. It, and and it there was, was a door there. We legally could have <laughs> picked shit up and walked out a door without anybody realizing it. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say legally, but <laughs> literally, sure. <laughs> literally, legally, I mean, I'm the only difference...
1: I think that's the last time I have seen a JCPenney. So it's been like three years since I've even seen a, an open JCPenney. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... I don't know. Interesting stuff, man. Have you ever been on a multi-seat bicycle?
0: No, never <laughs> she anything. Talks about,
1: she talks about a three-seater, but I mean they make they make two-seaters as well.
0: Well, yeah, they're called tandem bikes. Sure. I have never been on anything that seats more than one. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, me either. I
0: don't even know, honestly. Just like JC Penney, I don't
1: know if I've seen one in real life.
0: Oh, I have. I've seen tandem bikes, but I've never been Oh, on one. get a shot again, everybody. Oh. Oh, and while Josh is out of it, I will continue <laughs> the story. But no, I, I've i seen tandem bikes, but never been on one. And it's not anything that I've ever been interested in enough to be yeah, like, they just man, seem- I need to ride this multi-person bike down this street. <clears throat> they just seem awkward and difficult. And I, I just no thanks. Listen, you know me and my temper and how I like things like precisely yeah. accurate. Could you see me on a bike relying on somebody else to pedal at the same? That's fuse? what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know
1: if I trust. There's very few people that I even trust enough to be like, yes, you, we are going to do this together. I just, I don't know. I think I, I mean, re- yeah. just would just rather do it myself. You can get your own bike and ride, ne- ride next to me. And that way, if I want right. to get away from you, I can just ride away from you.
0: <laughs> that reminds me of a certain story. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear the story of Josh and I biking through midnight hours with cans of green spray paint, hit us up on Patreon, and we will not tell you that story legally, but we will tell you a similar story.
1: It's true, it's true.
0: Of two guys we knew with green spray paint. Yes.
1: All right. So this is where the, the, the uh, stories split. I think we should start with the Sophie one, Sophie Vale and her parents, mainly because the everyone else storyline, hers merges with it, it in the middle of it. So my what I'm thinking is we talk about, you know, the Sophie Vale stuff until that point going to the other one. And then because the end of the episode is the rest of the Sophie and her parents thing. So it I think is. it would work out. I think it would work out that way. Let's do it. All right. So we're gonna start with Sophie, Vale, and Sophie's parents. All right. So they are uh, Sophie and Vale. They are setting up for this romantic dinner. You know, the flower petals, rose petals all over the table. Got the
0: all harp. over the table, bro. Yeah.
1: Got the harpist there. Then we see the waiter come out, and Sophie's like, "Nope, no too hot." distractingly hot.
0: <laughs> she's like, I asked for hot but forgettable, and he's like, mm, I'll send over, and I think he said Ray? Greg. It was Greg. Greg. But before he can walk away, Valentina steals his little order book. She opens it and proceeds to, I'm assuming, write down her phone number. Yeah. Because she's like, contact me. Mm. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, man. She, she's ready for this, dude. All I'm gonna <laughs> say is,
0: if a guy did that, if we were to like take a girl's order book and write our number down, we would be sexual predator,
1: or at, at the very least, come off kind of creepy. Unless she's into it, I don't know. I, I mean, mean, if he wasn't into her in the slightest, that he might be like, no, you know, I don't know. But they're both
0: dude, top people. I would, I would love so. to know the racial <laughs> men who shoot down Val and Sophie on regular. Yeah, like what? What is their batting average? Like, what is their like? You Good know, question. Because
1: like, Cause like uh, you would think it's high that 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 they they don't not that they get turned down high that they that they succeed high. Yeah, that they have. I mean, a high they're, batting they're
0: beautiful average. women.
1: Exactly, but hey, some dudes are 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 weird. Some some dudes just have very specific type, and it ain't them. That is true. You know what I mean? So. But uh but yeah uh she yeah she I love that. I feel ba- I feel bad a little bit bad for this Greg guy.
0: We, because I mean, because he's attractive but forgettable.
1: Yeah, like she says this to the to the waiter that comes out and that's the first thing he's like I'll go get Greg. Like he knows exactly who is hot but also forgettable. And it's like <laughs>
0: Oh man, That's a, that hurts a little bit for him, I think. <laughs> well, what would have made the, the scene funnier is if he's like, I don't think we have a waiter here like that. And then Greg walks into the picture, obviously attractive. He's like, oh, yeah, Greg works here. <laughs> that would have been funny.
1: Yeah, actually, then, you know,
0: attractive, it. but forgettable, but forgettable.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Sophie, uh, she's worried about how the night will go. And uh, as she's kind of worrying about this, Vale spots something out the
0: window. Yeah, she does. And what does she see, John? A public disturbance. <laughs> there are two people mauling each other. It's pandemonium, people! Yep, it's cats, cats and, and dogs. dogs. Living together. <laughs> I'm so glad you know it's going with that. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, it's Sophie's parents, and they're just making out. And Wait. I mean, like... Hardcore, cool. like ah, 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 like Jabba the Hut dying.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent, man. Uh, and... <laughs> uh, and and Sophie's a
0: bit like freaked out about this. You know, she's like, "What?" The See, f- I what's think she, here? personally, I'm gonna I'm gonna step out of the story for a second, and I'm gonna say personally, I think she overreacts to this. Yes, because yes. like she's like. Oh, I want my parents together. But then you see your parents actually kind of getting along. Yeah, dude, the in, that entire first part when she's, like,
1: being shitty to them, right, throughout this whole scene. I'm like, you literally want them to get together. What is
0: your yeah, problem? Yeah. Like, I'm yelling at them. You know what the <laughs> problem was. And I'm going to I'm gonna say it now because I don't want to have to address this later. She's shitty at them because it didn't happen on her accord. Well, No see that's what I
1: thought originally That's not really what it is She Is The whole thing is She wanted them back together because she Wanted a family the three of them But Them getting together on their own Was just the two of them And they're off doing stuff without Sophie Sophie's not involved Like they're being a couple Kind of a thing but not being A family you know what I mean? She okay. wants a family. That's the whole that's the whole thing. She want remember tri- three-person bike and pictures at JC Penney's. She wants a family,
0: not just to have her parents boning. Like, Listen, she should call up Dominic <laughs> Toretto. He's all about family. Family. It's all about family. <laughs> I don't have friends. I have family. I have family. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what is. you're going to get from me today. You're going to get a lot of fucking... I've been drinking for a while, so...
1: There it is, folks. You're going to get a
0: lot of greatness out of me tonight.
1: <laughs> oh, man. All right, so uh, Sophie's mom, Lori, walks in, and she's, she's acting like, you know, like obviously like nothing happened, but <laughs> she has no idea who Nick actually is. Like, oh, I'm right? excited to meet him for the first time. And then Nick walks in like a minute later.
0: Well, doesn't she have some excuse too? That like he was held up in traffic.
1: Well, no, that's what that's what Sophie says. Like, oh, uh, he must have been held held up in traffic. Uh, what does she say at the, the the smooch something? I don't know. She says something under her breath. Smoochville. Like about, yeah, yeah. On his way to Smoochville. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then he walks in, and they're acting. Like, not the, not the actors, the characters acting is so bad that even if they hadn't seen them kissing, like, there's no way they wouldn't have known. Like, come on. I mean. That something was up. Like, eh. it's pretty obvious that they knew each other just from the way. Oh, hello there, stranger. Like, yeah.
0: If I she's mean, never was pretty if bad. She's,
1: if she doesn't even remember him, she wouldn't remember what he looked like. How would she have known he was Nick coming in? Like, how that that was him.
0: That is true. But, I mean, <laughs> Sophie calls her bullshit right away anyway. Yes, yes. She's like, listen, we saw you guys outside. And that's when, like, her mom reveals that, like, they'd been on a couple. Like, she went to, like, scope Nick out to make sure he was a good guy. Yeah. And, and I think it's funny because, like, <laughs> they're showing us one thing as she's telling Sophie another how they were just hanging out. But clearly, like, yeah. she's on the counter and they're making out. And then I love how Nick goes, and then things got hot and heavy. Yes. And I love, I'm like, oh, boy. And then he's like, be careful, this pan's very hot. And then here she comes, and she's like, and heavy. <laughs>
1: Dude, I thought, I love that joke. It was too funny to me. It was a
0: total dad joke.
1: <laughs> it was a great visual gag for the, for the episode. I love it. It was. It, yeah, you're right. It was a total dad joke. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, so... We clearly know that they're hanging out. We know that they've. Yeah, apparently know.
1: they've been to, They've been seeing each other for a few weeks now, is what she said. A few weeks. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah. And. Crazy uh, shit. They, uh, her mom, who or is it her dad? I don't know. One of them reveals that they went to Coney Island together.
0: Yeah. And got hot dogs.
1: Got hot, well, no, salmon. Oh, yeah, yeah, salmon. Yeah. Because she like threw up after going, but like Sophie gets real upset because, you know, apparently on her Instagram she's a a roller coaster fanatic, uh, according to that. But this ties into that whole thing of she feels like she's being left out of the of this family that she's trying to that she wants to put back together. I mean, it makes
0: sense. I mean, so both of us come from what I'm going to call. Broken families. I'm not gonna use the word dysfunctional. I'll um, use the word broken,
1: I think. Broken. Worse. Yeah.
0: Um <clears throat> tell me, well, I mean, you at least had it a little different than I did. You had sure. your mom and dad in the picture. Yeah. But tell me you wouldn't have at least care like killed to have had like your parents at the same time together again for something.
1: For a long time that was like something I wanted for like I, I desperately wanted them to be together because they split up when I was five, you know and, and so like I don't even re- really remember because I don't remember much from before I was like seven, you know what I mean so I yeah. barely even remember them together, so all I've ever really known was them apart, and it even with that it 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 was painful because I'd see my dad like on the weekends. And in the summer, you know what I mean. And so, that, and it was it was very difficult, yeah. Um, but I know you had it m- even more difficult when it came to that. Oh, I could imagine. I could imagine. And on the <laughs> no, other no, hand, like you don't need to imagine because I said you had it more difficult.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. But I mean, I didn't know my father, and that's the yeah. only thing that makes it more difficult. Was like my father wasn't in the picture at all. Um, so it's always been like well, what's he like? What do I need to know? Like, what is that side of my family? You were you were like Sophie. Yes.
1: Really? I mean,
0: I have an amazing... And I don't ever use this term, so this is going to be the one time I'm ever going to say it like this. I've had an amazing stepfather in my life for, you know, it was 1991 when they got married. So, I mean, he's been there for a very long time. Yeah. Um, but... At the same time, him and I don't have a strong connection between us. I mean, like, I don't want to get into it on on the podcast. But, I mean, yeah. you know what I've been through with him. Yeah. It's not it's not sunshine and rainbows over here.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I mean, even after my mom's <laughs> passing, it hasn't been fucking sunshine and rainbows. It's been fucking... I had a dream the other day that him and I got into a fight because he wanted to sell off the rest of my mom's stuff. Oh, jeez don't even get me st- I, we'll get back to the show <laughs> but that's a whole nother I I need therapy people like <laughs> remember cash uh cash uh, tag j made one pay yeah. for my therapy' therapy fun there
1: you go <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so Sophie takes off man she she runs off uh, out of the it's funny because her dad, de- Nick is like I think she's wrap I think she's she's starting to wrap her head around it yeah. and Vale's like Oh, she's running away. And you just see her darting by the window, just like what she did with Robert.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. Things got a little
1: too hard. She bailed, jumped out of the window and took off. (laughs) I mean,
0: it's fight or flight, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Sophie's clearly a flight person. Absolutely, man. Call, call, Um, bang, fuck, I'm dead. There it is.
1: Uh, We then get a, a scene with future Sophie. Where her son is ragging her for running away. And then she points out that he ran away once. Uh, when she and his father said he couldn't go to an Olivia Rodrigo farewell tour concert. Which I thought was really funny. But this line made me think. That could theoretically damper the whole donor theory. Because the way she she she's like, you know, me and your dad. But then it got me thinking, not necessarily. Because hopefully... If, if the donor theory is the theory, is, is, you know, correct, hopefully the father is still very involved. I You know what I mean? The father's not involved? Yeah. So, like, I was thinking, I was like, oh, that's going to put a damper on that. Then I was like, well, not necessarily. Because I would hope that the two of them, even if they weren't actually a couple... Would still be like, okay, he wants to do this thing and communicate with each other, and if then theoretically they could both be like, no, I don't think you should go to this farewell. Oh table. yeah, you know what I mean. So I say donor theory still on the table, John.
0: It means though that the person, the father's is <laughs> at least into music as well, though.
1: Yeah, you think Jesse's so?
0: He's still on the table. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I do. On I the mean, table, on the couch, on the chair. You know what I'm saying? It's true. All right, so
1: I th- that is where we're going to... Uh... <laughs> yep, little sex gong action going on. That is where we're going to pause the Sophie Vale and Sophie's parents stuff, because uh, it will tie directly into what we talk about next. Yes. All right, uh, so with the Everyone Else era, it uh, starts off with uh, Ellen in her apartment putting up a sheet wall that falls I, down.
0: I love that she's trying to put it up with, like, it's clearly like a... Clothesline and like uh, the clips, safe, safe No, I think it's safety pins.
1: I think no, no, pin.
0: it was those black clips that you like you squeeze. Oh, I thought she like, was putting. I thought she was using safety pins. Oh no, it was the, it was oh, okay. those fucking like black clips. Yeah, okay. But I'm like, it's too much weight for that fucking clothesline. If that clothesline's not tied off right, and it's it true. fell just like I assumed it would. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and then Sid walks in, which I was not expecting. Nope. Like that, he was not the person. Like, mean, obviously, I, th- I was just expecting Charlie to walk in and be like, "What? What are you uh, doing?" or something. But Sid just didn't knock; just walked dude, in, and he looked so sad. He did. Uh, he, he he. Ellen's like, "I'm not doing my Ariana Grande impression," and he gives her this look, and she does it, and it's just like this little. Mm, I, I have no idea. I don't really know much anything about Ariana Grande, or whether or not that's accurate as to something that she would do but oh, do, do you, John? Are you are you familiar?
0: <laughs> no, I mean, okay. I don't really listen to Ariana Grande.
1: That's fair. Um, uh, But yeah, so I honestly thought that this was going to be like Sid having like second thoughts on marriage uh, with Hannah and Kate yeah. coming and coming to talk to the only other person in the group who has been married.
0: Yeah, I thought that that's what this was. <laughs> Like, where this was going as well was, like, the whole Hannah and Taylor thing. Yeah. And it went a whole different route. And I was like, oh, I'm like, they fucking, they fucking, they got us, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm glad, because, like, I try not to, like, read the synopsis before I watch it. So, like, I'm glad that I didn't, because it kind of tells us what Ellen and Sid are doing. So I, I might not have had that thought, but I'm glad that I had that thought because it, it's, it's more interesting.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's weird, though, at the same time, though, because <laughs> it's like it opens a doorway because they don't get a lot of one on one interaction when they're usually hanging out at the bar or with the group. Yeah, but it kind of shows us that they have that bond. So maybe when things finally do go down between him and Hannah, maybe Ellen will be the person he goes to being maybe. the only other person who's went through it.
1: Yeah, maybe. Uh, so Sid reveals that uh, he wants Jesse to move out so that him and Hannah can have the apartment together when she gets back there. Uh, which I saw, you know, that's very similar to the whole Marshall-Lily-Ted situation. Yep. And, since we like to talk about scrubs a lot, also happened with Turk, Carla, and JD. Turk, Carla,
0: and they, JD.
1: Yeah, man. So it's like Just that. Turk, <laughs> Yep, the Turkelsons. <laughs> Turkelsons <But> yep. <laughs> here's
0: the thing that bothered me about it was is that because we've watched how i met your mother countless times Mm -hmm. why couldn't they share the apartment for a little bit I mean, jesse brings up a good point isn't she just going to be in sid's room are you going to be married and have two separate rooms
1: yeah it's like why why does it have to happen instantaneously
0: and that's it he wants it like boom you're out the apartment yeah. And I'm like, first off, she hasn't even moved home yet. And it's probably True. not going to be for months anyway. Give him a chance to get his feet under him. Because, like, you're fucking sideswiping him at this point yeah. And being like, hey, by the way, you're going to need to be gone, like, yesterday. Yeah.
1: So I want to bring up something. I have this in my questions section, but I want to bring it up now. Okay. Uh, it's something I hadn't thought about before uh, watching this. Sid and Hannah got married without ever living together. Now. I've lived with two significant others in my life. Okay. One of them, we were four over four years before we moved in together. And with two within two months, we broke up. Yep. Couldn't do it. Nope. You know, and the other one we moved in together after eight months and then ended up getting married and we're together for, you know, over a decade. So talk about flipping the coin. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy, but I, I do think that it is very important to live with somebody before you get married, because if you can't, if you can't stand living with them, that's huge.
0: Oh yeah. Well, there's also like differences in living styles too. Cause like when you and I live together, we have two very different cleaning styles that's but true. That's we true. still, at the same time, keep apartments... Like, the apartment was clean. Yeah. It's just, you're more of a, I'm gonna make this pile, and then, yeah. then dissect this pile, and I'm like, fuck that, I'm tearing the whole room apart to put it back together. Very <laughs> and, true. Very and true. sometimes that doesn't merge well together, but our personalities allowed us to tear apart a room and make piles, and yeah. then dissect everything. It's
1: true, it's true.
0: And... There were, like, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to go with this, like where I'm trying to go with this. It's not always easy moving in with somebody it's not. and
1: having a difference in lifestyles. That's why I, I'm going to ask this question now. Do you think them moving in together is going to be the thing that splits them up?
0: No, I think no. it's going to be her moving home and abandoning her life.
1: You think it's going to be even before they actually move in together? Oh yeah,
0: I don't think she's coming. Oh. I don't think she's coming home at all. Okay. I think, excuse me. I think she's going to stay in Los Angeles. Oh,
1: okay. Interesting.
0: I I don't think Hannah's coming home at all. Okay. Good job friends. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be Taylor. That's going to come up and lead them into having issues with one another. And then somehow the Taylor thing is going to escalate into, well, you want me to move home for you and you hid this from me blah, 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 whatever things are going to be said. And she's (laughs) going to be like, well, I'm giving up my life in Los Angeles for you. And you couldn't even be honest with me. And then she's just going to stay out there. Interesting. Okay. Because uh, otherwise, if she stays in New York, they have to write an episode or two where he would possibly run into her.
1: Yeah. I know New York
0: is a big place, but like, theoretically you're running into somebody sooner or later.
1: I mean, Ted ran into Stella a few times.
0: At least twice. So, I mean, yeah.
1: That's interesting. I mean, I'm really, I'm really intrigued as to how it's all going to play out, man. That's what I love about watching this I show. I mean,
0: listen, man. So if good. watching professional wrestling <laughs> and soap operas with my grandmother for years have taught me anything, it's that storyline makes sense when there's conflict.
1: It's true. It's very true. Uh, speaking of conflict, John, I really think, that uh if they wanna if if they wanna really decide who gets his apartment
0: they need to have a duel. Duel. I thought the same thing. <laughs> yep. I was like, are we going to get a duel? And nope, instead because like they do like this whole thing where like they're brushing their teeth and like they're singing a song and... Yeah. A- another parody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jesse yeah.
1: loves those parody songs, man.
0: <laughs> and I'm just like whatever, but then like You know, (laughs) they jump on the, we should parent trap Jesse and Charlie and get them together and let them move in together. Yes,
1: because, yeah, we we hadn't actually talked about it yet, but Ellen also wants Charlie out. Yeah, yeah. Well, not specifically she wants Charlie out, but she wants to move out because she finally has a good paying job. We find out that she's making six figures man six figures and i'm like i guess i guess she really is rich city bitch ellen <laughs> cuz mm-hmm. i mean damn six
0: figures but like that that's why are you living in this crappy apartment well and i thought that too i'm like so she's been making six figures which means she could have at least upgraded hers and charlie's lifestyle a little bit not saying you need to bring charlie along for the ride but she's clearly not going to kick him to the curb yeah I mean, we
1: find out later. Apparently, Sid pays for the seven eighths. Va- yeah, the vast majority of that fucking apartment. It's I was like,
0: like, I'm like, I want to know how much they pay for that apartment and so what seven eighths of like their rent would be.
1: I mean, it's New York City and it's a big apartment.
0: Yeah. It, that ain't cheap, man.
1: That ain't cheap at all. A couple grand easy. Yeah. I wouldn't be it's surprised.
0: It's a good thing that Sid's a bar owner.
1: Right. <laughs> man i mean yeah because like seven eighths of that you're talking like that means if it say it's two say it's two grand jesse's paying 250 bucks
0: wow yeah wow yeah (laughs) starving
1: artist man it's like you're, you're a teacher like i get that teachers don't make a lot but like I don't buy for a second that you can't afford to pay more in your rent than that. Like, come on, man. I don't know. (laughs) Especially, how does, uh, unless uh, the apartment is, like, rent controlled, and so it's super, super cheap or something. But, like, how the fuck would Sid, with a failing bar, because he always has talked about how he's, like, hemorrhaging money out of this bar or whatever. Hemorrhaging... Um, affording to pay that kind of rent, right? You know what I mean. Seven eighths of this giant apartment.
0: Like, I mean, it definitely <laughs> a lot of questions add up fast with like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's like it's like Home Alone. It's like how did that dad afford that house and then be able to take all those kids and, and family members to Paris? Whole family. I'm telling you, he worked for a mob. Espionage. He's a mob. Mo- no, man, he's a mob accountant. I mean. He he cooks the books. And I'm telling you, for the Irish mob. I'm telling
0: you, man. Kevin McAllister's dad cooking books. That would explain why Kevin knew how to uh, make all those traps. Yeah, man.
1: His his uh, his his uncle Sergio. Ta- well, if it's Irish, his uncle uh, uh, give me a, give me an Irish name. Uncle uh, Guido. No, that's Italian. His uncle. His uncle Seamus. Oh yeah, Uncle Seamus. <laughs> <His> uncle Seamus. <laughs> uncle McFlannery. Oh, there you go. Uh, all right. So Sid makes a comment that uh, Jesse can't live alone. You know, he's like he says he has to Heimlich the dude twice a week. And I'm like, well, we have seen him choke already in in the in the episode where he was thought he was going to die. And then we see it yeah. again
0: later on t- in the episode. Yeah. So and like, I was like, damn, though, twice a week apparently he chokes on shit twice a week. (laughs) I think he needs to learn better chewing habits.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, we see him literally just shove a bunch of shit in his mouth and then almost instantly start to choke on it. It's like, dude, fucking chew your food. Come on. Right. Chew your food. Uh, (laughs) then, uh, based on Sophie's idea for parent trap, this is where they decide they're going to do a roommate trap to convince, uh, Jesse and Charlie to be roommates. So uh, they get them. So to get them to bond, they devise a plan for a sleepover.
0: Sleepover!
1: sleepover. 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 That's right. I w- still wish they had put that in the in the. Clone not I, a Scrubs
0: I, reference.
1: I, it's not. It's not. I mean, a lot of the Scrubs cast is in that show, though.
0: I mean, it is. You're not wrong.
1: It's made from the same guy, <laughs> and it was even is even uh, all the audio for that original season of Clone I was uh, recorded. In the basement of uh, Sacred Heart. Sacred <laughs> Heart. Yep. <laughs> Fucking awesome stuff, man. Kids! Clone
0: High is a show from like 2001. <laughs> uh,
1: 2000, no, 2003. 2002? 2003. Two? One of them. 2003. Two three. They
0: were frozen for 20 years. Yeah, there you go. That, that would make sense.
1: Yeah. But yeah, folks, if you haven't watched any of it, go watch it. It's good stuff. It's, good it's stuff. funny.
0: Yeah, I enjoy it. You can work on your finger snaps and your up high.
1: Yeah. Just just remember, G-Spot rocks a G-Spot.
0: And, and if, if you're a good kid and you go watch that show and leave a comment down below with your favorite character, on the next episode, I'll do my JFK impersonation. Boom. There we go.
1: All right. So we head over to Jesse and Sid's apartment where Jesse is alphabetizing his record collection.
0: Yeah, who the fuck alphabetizes their records? I don't know. I used to do it with my DVDs and shit. Yeah, DVDs are different. They're movies. (laughs) They should be alphabetized, but records? It's music, man. They should be grouped together by category. Rock together, country together.
1: Well, I feel like you could say the same for movies, man. Genres. Horror together, comedies together. You could say the same. No, because
0: then Showgirls would be in fucking... The comedy section, but we all know Girls* isn't
1: a comedy. Absolutely terrifying, man.
0: The worst horror movie I've ever seen. (laughs) Or the best, Uh, depending on which way you watch it. uh,
1: So, once again, we get someone who does not live in in an apartment just walking into an apartment with Charlie uh, just walking in. You know, so it, it, it has really become like the gang and How I Met Your Mother where they just yeah just didn't matter. In. Just walking in didn't really matter. Uh, so, yeah, Charlie just walks in. He's like, yo, can I crash here? Because apparently Ellen said she has her super period.
0: Super period. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that's anything like a super date.
1: Super date. <laughs> I don't know, man, but uh, it's interesting if it is. Uh, so uh, they claim that Sid is working late. And so it's just the two of them. And uh, this is where we learn. They don't learn, but we learn that they are being monitored
0: with a By hidden nanny camera. cam. Yeah. Yeah, we don't quite know it's a nanny cam technically yet. I far. mean, I kind of assumed it was like one of those like teddy bear cams, because yeah. I mean it's it's sitting in a fucking plant. Like, come on. <laughs> it is,
1: it is sitting it's in a plant.
0: It's not like it's a camcorder it's cool. randomly sitting on top of your refrigerator where you're like, where the fuck did that come from?
1: Could be like a GoPro.
0: I mean, it could be, but it's not. We do find out later. It's a nanny
1: gam. and that gives us some whole new uh, hilarity. Uh, later Oh on. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Charlie's reading a book, the vet vet. I thought that was clever. Uh, and Ellen uh, reveals that they apparently read books together at home. Like, yeah, which I know, thought
0: this was awkward.
1: One book, one chair, two people like.
0: And a cup of tea.
1: Yeah. And a cup of tea just right there. Like. I, I couldn't do that. I mean. Nope. Unless the person reads slower than me, which is unlikely because sl- I am don't read very fast when I'm reading books. I just don't. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be like they're going to be sitting there waiting on me. Sorry. I mean. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Yeah. I, I couldn't either. I wouldn't want to. No way. I mean, buy two copies of the book and just and read it. 100%. You know, uh, do it that way. Have like a book club sort of thing where it's oh, like, yeah. you know. Read read a couple chapters, talk about it. There you go. Boom. But yeah, doing it the way they're doing it? No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, I mean, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Ellen then makes a a suggestion here, which I thought was pretty damn funny. Uh, She suggests leaving a baby on the doorstep to help them bond. And it instantly made me... she can get a baby. She can get a baby. It instantly made me think of uh, when Ted and, and Barney wanted to raise a child together.
0: See, you went that route, and I'm thinking Scrubs, where J.D. and um, Mandy Moore's character, they're on the Half Acre, and the guy's like, want to buy a baby? <laughs> Ooh, do we want to buy a baby?
1: <laughs> oh, man, good stuff, good stuff. then that,
0: com- that comes up again <clears throat> later on in the episode, where J.D.'s like, unless you guys want to buy a baby, and Turk's like, what? And he's like, don't tell him. You might want to buy that baby later.
1: <laughs> you might want to buy that baby later. Oh, man. Uh, but no, instead, Ellen drops off a game, uh, sneakily yeah. through, through the window by the fire escape. And the fire game escape. is Say It or Do It, the electronic male bonding game for men featuring the voice of Rob Grunkowski. And Wrong. I, I got to admit, man, I was really bummed that there was no, like, Aldrin Games logo or, or reference to that. Oh, man, that should have been awesome. It, it would have been a perfect Aldrin Games, because it's such a weird game. You it know what is. I mean? And I think it would have been a perfect game.
0: I mean, you're be. not wrong.
1: <laughs>
0: it makes I mean, me laugh, though, because it's definitely a Marshall-styled game. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's true. Which yeah. is why I don't think it would be an altering games because Mickey makes some really weird games, but like yeah. this is more martial uh marsh gammon than is, it
1: is. yeah, that is true. I would I mean, yeah, cuz I mean I doubt that he was over here creating games, but I still think it would have been a nice little easter egg to just put It, it definitely Like would maybe have. not even mention it, just like in the corner of the box. Just has the
0: little aldrin logo. I'm betting you aldrin scoped game. that like, box too. You're like, let, let oh me yeah. see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Uh, All three
1: uh. times I watched the episode, I'm I was checking that every side of that box that they showed. Nothing. Not a single thing. I was really sad. <laughs> uh but so they start to play the game and they're answering personal questions and doing like bonding things like uh hugging for a five count. Jesse has to bench press Charlie at one point, which was we don't get to see it, but he apparently
0: didn't make it. <laughs> And that makes me laugh because I was like, man, I was like, we've done weird shit like that. It's true. It's definitely true. Uh, and then Jesse
1: reveals that his biggest fear is winding up alone. I can Even relate. he's
0: with Parker.
1: Yeah, it's true. Before before I had my kid, that was my biggest fear. Yeah.
0: Still my biggest fear.
1: Well, my, that's mine is, is something happening to, to my kid now. I now. mean, I get that. Yeah. But uh, being, yeah. Being alone, winding up alone forever. Yeah, that's that's on that's high on the list now. You know, it's up, it's it's way up there. Um, but uh, yeah, he also shares. You know, things are with Parker are going great. You know, and they're now exclusive
0: exclusive she's gonna stop seeing all the people that she had on the side he had no people on he, the side he had
1: no people to stop seeing so <laughs> it works
0: out i love that <laughs> comment like that made me laugh so hard
1: yeah <laughs> i have
0: no people to stop seeing
1: <laughs> yeah and he's he's cool about it you know uh but yeah jesse and charlie are really starting to bond and uh sid and ellen they're getting jealous here man
0: they're getting really jealous so
1: jealous that Sid gets up and just runs out oh, of the bar. Yeah.
0: And then Ellen grabs her phone and follows.
1: Now, my question is, who, who's who's running the bar? Like, we don't actually see anybody behind the bar. I, I didn't catch anybody. Maybe it's that lazy kid. I, well, because I remember a few episodes back, remember I said I caught a glimpse of another bartender? Yeah. And, like, I remember, I think this was, like, maybe four episodes ago. But then, like, a couple episodes after that. I remember seeing him just like walk by in one scene and he had like the apron on. So I was like, Oh, okay. It's like randomly he's just there. So it, it must be this guy. He, cause we don't really see much of him, but I have to assume that cause Sid wasn't even behind the bar. Like he's just at a table anyways. We'll go so with someone, that. someone's gotta be running the bar. It ain't Charlie. True. So cause Charlie is on the video so, has to be this other guy, unless there's more employees that we just don't know about. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, so they, they run out of the bar, um, and they burst into the apartment. Burst I love, into the I apartment. love Ellen. She's like, my super period's over. <laughs> so, I'm back. And she's like, I'm back, too. Now, Charlie, get out. <laughs> yeah. It was... Uh, not, not not going so well for them uh, with all of that, and Jesse and Charlie end up revealing that they knew almost the whole time because we find yep. out that apparently uh, they somebody I'm assuming probably Ellen had accidentally turned on the two way mic to this nanny cam. Yeah,
0: I mean it was on her phone, so I'm assuming it was her. Yeah. Just... And they overheard her and Sid talking, and, you know, they mm-hmm. realized they were being watched. So they set them up.
1: Yes, they did. I love they're like, they hit the button and it asks, like, who's your bestest bud or whatever. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, it's almost like they're going to say one another. And that's when they're, like, gotcha. It's, like, okay. That's clever. I like it. Uh, and so, you know, they, they talk it all out. You know, Charlie doesn't understand why Ellen would want to live alone. You know, because she's like, why, like, if not for saving money, why would anybody live with with a roommate? Right. But Charlie's like, it's more than that to him. You know, it is.
0: It's It's camaraderie, it's friendship, it's love. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And Jesse didn't think that Hannah would be moving in as soon as she came back, which.
0: Yeah, which we were addressing a little while ago.
1: Yeah. And again, doesn't understand why he has to be the one to move out. And this is where we find out. Sid's paying seven-eighths of the rent. And like, seven-eighths, man. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, this is where Jesse grabs some food and starts to choke. Uh, and Sid does the Heimlich on him, right? Wrong. But it, but it's it's incorrect. It's, it could, like, th- I don't understand what he's doing here because, like, Jesse's arms across his chest. It's like, yeah. th- that ain't going to work. Jesse's going to die if he's actually choking. And
0: I thought that same thing. I was like, he's doing the Heimlich wrong. I was like, Fair. but whatever very wrong yeah
1: but apparently he wasn't really choking all that much because he just kind of spit it out uh, and storms off into his room alright now this is where the story merges you know we were we were talking about before yeah. at the end of the Sophie stuff everything merges here when Sophie just comes busting into the apartment and it's like I never want to see
0: my parents again
1: yeah, yeah my parents are together and I don't ever want to see them again
0: uh, and then there's the knock on the door, which I thought was very respectful by Sophie's parents. But it was also really fast.
1: I mean... Like they must have been... Because, like, she was running. They must have gotten up from that table right, like, when the scene cut and bolted after her to get there within seconds of her getting to the door. Maybe. Like, it was really, really fast. Um but, yeah, uh, and then she runs off and hides in Jesse's room and hides under his desk, which I thought was hilarious. Yep. <laughs> I loved her line. He's like, he's like, I'm trying. I I'm, I'm in here trying to mope. And she's like, stop being childish. Now I'm going to hide under your desk from for my parents.
0: Yeah. <laughs> was and crazy. I loved it because this leads them to have a heart to heart about, yeah. you know, everything that's going on with Sophie and her parents. Yeah. And he points out that she's got exactly what she wants. You know, she feels excluded and she feels hurt and she feels angry. And he's like, you're finally part of a family. You're a family now. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes her super happy. And now she's got to go back to her parents. Yeah,
1: we do get a little bit of them kind of talking about their relationship, too. Yeah. Which I liked because they, you know, they talk about how it ended before it even started. And that comes back at the end, when, you know, when it comes to Sophie's parents, you know. Yep. And it, it, you know, we'll, we'll get to that when we get there, but it's definitely something that I was like, I like that they were planting that little seed earlier to get to the end and how they're, they're kind of playing with this as we are getting close to the end of the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the moment when uh, her parents are, like, talking to, Sophie, uh, you know, as if, you know, like, pretending that they don't know she's there, but so yes. loud enough so she can hear. But then Vale's like, mention the tear Sue. And then as soon as they do, you hear it, bang, a thud. And then and she screams because she got so excited about yeah. the tiramisu. And then I'm pretty sure she does have a little bit of a concussion, man.
0: <laughs> oh, I think she does. Do I have a concussion? Yeah. No, you're fine. You think I have a concussion? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, that's concussion protocol for sure. Oh,
1: yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, her parents leave. uh, And then after the whole talk with Jesse, Sophie comes out and uh, she's going to leave. Vale stays behind, though. You know, she's excited about getting weird with the hot waiter. She talks about that a little bit. Uh, And then Sid and Jesse talk it out uh, a bit and come to terms with the fact that it's an end of an era for them, you know yeah the, the, the things are finally they're finally gonna you know not live together again and i had a funny side note about this line cuz they they specifically say it's an end of an era uh, the how i met your father twitter page did a watch along for the episode they they do that every week and okay. they tweet they live tweet while the episode is going on like while they're doing this watch along and they posted a tweet at the end of the you know toward the end of it saying like the tweet just said end of an era and had a broken heart emoji okay and the people in the comments were freaking out because they thought it, it had something. They thought they that it meant the show got canceled because they obviously hadn't watched.
0: Oh, it. my God. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And I'm just like, <laughs> damn, that's uh... <laughs> I, I understood what they were doing, like with the tweet, because they were just, like I said, they're just live tweeting. End of an era. Broken heart. Yeah, I get
0: it. I mean, that's exactly how I felt after Undertaker and Hunter fought in that Hell in a Cell with Shawn Michaels as a special guest, and that end of an era match.
1: Yeah, broken hearted man. Broken hearted, uh, and then Ellen changes her mind about moving out because she can't. Im- she can't imagine living without Charlie right now. You know, just I. I'm wondering if if they're going to get a new place though. I mean, I could see that six figures and she and living in that dump, like, come on,
0: like. I mean, it's a nice little apartment, but it's too small for them. It's
1: like, you got six figures, you can get at least a somewhat nicer apartment. Like, come on, something upgrade at maybe, least, it, at least paint the damn walls, man. Maybe something. they'll
0: find something in Dois de Trepa.
1: Oh, no. That would be hilarious if they end up in the slanted apartment. No, it wouldn't be because the upstairs oh, they yeah. bought the apartment. That's true, yeah. Plus, they they fixed it anyways. They fixed yeah. it before, so it wouldn't be slanted anyways. Uh, all right, so then now we are going to enter into the ending of the episode uh, where Sophie returns to the restaurant. She apologizes to her parents. Her parents apologize to her. Uh, and they, re- they, they reveal that since the first time around was over before it began, they wanted to wait and see where this was going um, before saying something, which I understand. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, because they didn't want to get her hopes up. Yeah, you know, fucking why it was, jinx it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and this is this makes Sophie think about her talk with Jesse that we were discussing a little bit um, about how their relationship was, was over before it ever began, really. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so maybe it's not over for them. You know, maybe they'll get a second chance. Who knows? Maybe. You know? That's what she's kind of thinking here. Because, um, you know, as they say in the episode, there's something to be said for second chances. Uh, and then Sophie gets a text from her friends, uh, you know, because they're having a game night. Game night. Which I thought was cool. It was like, oh, yeah, man, game night. Like, you know, back to old school. You know, how I met your mother. Having a nice game night. Good stuff. Uh, and she's about to go. And then she
0: gets a picture.
1: Yeah. And who's Parker in that picture? Parker brought tequila. Yep, yep, and uh, she changes her mind. She's not ready to deal with that.
0: I don't blame her. Yeah. It's it's a fresh wound, man. Let it heal a little bit first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely so. So she sits back down with her parents, and they have a little bit more of a talk. Her dad clearly ate the tiramisu before he left.
1: <laughs> yes, he did, man. Yes, he did. Uh, but, yeah, that's, a, that's the episode. Season 2, episode 18- uh, parent Trap, John. What are your uh, overall thoughts on the
0: episode? I thought it was a sweet episode. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, this is a heartstring episode. This isn't one of those like funny ha ha's. This is like uh, there's a lot of emotional shit going on that they're clearly all dealing with, and they're all yeah. trying to get their footing under them. So it's it's a good episode,
1: but it's yeah, it's it's, and, far- and it's, it's it's ramping to the end because next week is the end. The last two episodes they're dropping on both next week.
0: Ooh, shit. And
1: so that's the end of the season is next week. Um, so like I said, they're ramping up toward that and it's going to be interesting to see, see where it all goes. Yeah. So I ladies I and gentlemen, it.
0: Gentlemen, stay tuned for the finale of the season. When we talk about it here at last call at Pemberton.
1: Absolutely. So I do have a couple of questions left. I addressed a couple of them throughout the, the, the episode, but I still have a couple. Um, do you think Sophie will reveal her feelings for Jesse before the season ends? And if so, what do you think Jesse will say?
0: I don't think Sophie's going to reveal her feelings for Jesse before the end of the season. I think she's going to harbor it and bottle it up and not say anything. Okay. Uh, Because as of right now, she has no reason to. He's happy with Parker, and she's kind of doing her own thing. Self-discovery, her parents, she's got work. So I don't think she's going to bring it up right now. I think it'll be put to the wayside. Do you
1: think it will happen Do you think that we will see uh, Lost and Found Box Day in the next season and have him find that paper again?
0: Yes. Okay. I think he'll be the one. I think somebody, either he's going to take the piece of paper or somebody else is going to take the piece of paper and realize it and be like, this is for Jesse. Yeah. It'll get to him.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. I see
0: What's your other question, Bromigo?
1: uh it's uh do you think we will see Vale and the hot waiter date or is it just a quick off-screen fling
0: no it's gonna be a quick off-screen fling they didn't okay. even give the waiter a name
1: it's true he did not have a name
0: if he had a name i would have assumed it would have been like maybe we'll see him once or twice but like yeah he doesn't even have a name tag he might as well lay down he's got but no I mean
1: chance. hey we we did get we did get rando for for an episode <laughs>
0: Yeah, but they at least called him Rando.
1: <laughs> that is true. Just waiter. And and uh, and and Vale is excited to uh, uh, have him break her and snap her in half like a, a like stick. a glow stick. No, a glow yeah. stick. Like mean, she said. Yeah, Cr- to crack her, crack her like a glow stick
0: is what she said. My my only question that came up during this episode for you <clears> was okay. Okay. So they go to this really nice restaurant. They sit down. They're about to have this really nice meal, and I didn't notice it until like. I was really focused on the meal, but Sophie pulls out like a really thin little breadstick out of like this little <laughs> holder on the table. Yeah, you know, they're like pencil thin breadsticks. Yeah, is that a really quite qual- qualifies breadstick? I don't know, but yeah,
1: I see. I, I saw like the Vale was eating one. the The waiter had a couple when like she was like giving him the the look. Um, yeah, I. They're
0: they're odd. They are. Know.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I qualify
0: breadsticks field. as being, like, something a little bit more hearty, something, like, you can really clean your plate up with like after Olive year. Garden style. Yes. You can all those breadsticks all day. We need to get some Olive Garden. Yes. Yes, I agree. Uh,
1: but, yes, yeah, so uh, if you don't have any other uh, questions or comments about the episode, then why don't you let everybody know where they can find you.
0: Can you taste my supe Guadalupe? <laughs> I can. not ah. <laughs> Hop on over to Twitter. Find me at J one uh, I've got a link to my podcast. I've got a blog. You want to know more about me? Find me. Ask some questions. Get to know me. I'm one fuck of an interesting person.
1: He is an interesting person, folks. Definitely get to know him a little bit better. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Merc. That is the uh, Twitter page for my site, Merc the Movie Blog. If you are watching this on the YouTube channel, you are watching it on the Merc the Movie Blog YouTube channel. And you can, uh, if you like what you're watching, hit that like button. Smash that subscribe button and ring that
0: little, click that little bell. Don't ring it. Click it. And don't I don't forget- you can ring it. I mean, you, you, you're you definitely right. You don't bring it. You click it. Yeah. And don't forget, if you're watching from your mobile device, which I've got in my hands, it's trying to erase it, <laughs> you can set your notifications to let you know when we drop new content, like today's episode, or any other great content Josh drops from uh, Merc with the Movie Blogs page. Uh, his trailer reviews, his his yeah. other, other cool stuff, like his Star Wars fandom, and... Sure. Power Rangers or whatever else he's doing at such and such current time. Yeah. If you head over to, the, to my actual site, Mercury the Movie Blog, I got a couple of uh, reviews from uh,
1: the Tribeca Film Festival up there that I wrote. So go and check oh, those so out. so
0: those reviews made your page?
1: Just the written ones, yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, yours is up there? What are you talking about?
1: Is it finally up there? It's, it's been up there for a long time, and I a very long time.
0: <laughs> wasn't up
1: there for a while. Go check out John's review of the Munsters movie that came out a while back. It's up there. You'll find it.
0: There, uh, you go check it out. It's a decent review. It's not the best, but it's, yeah. it does yeah, what cool. it needs to do. Go
1: well, check it out. Uh, if you guys are listening on podcasts, uh, head on over to uh, anchor.fm slash lastcall, H-I-M-Y-M. Leave us a voice message over there. We'd love to hear your beautiful and sometimes not so beautiful voices uh, asking us questions, leaving your concerns. You know, any any of that kind of stuff, your comments about whatever's going on, whether it be the show, whether it be your life, you just let us know. Uh, and if you are on Apple and you and you are loving the show, please leave us a five-star review. And if you're leaving five-star reviews, people, then write something, too. Yes. Because we will read that shit.
0: And if you want to talk about Josh's mm. R. Kelly Yellow shirt, mm, hop mm, on over to Patreon, uh, hit us up, and tell <coughs> us why it's R. Kelly Yellow.
1: <laughs> uh, and then don't forget to hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Last Call H I M Y M. I'm on there. I'm at least on the uh, Twitter uh, page quite a bit, so uh, definitely check us out there. Leave us your comments. Your you know all that stuff on the on the YouTube sh- uh, page. You can leave comments. All kinds of good stuff. Uh, all kinds of places to find us and to communicate with us. So uh, I think that's all I got for him. Man,
0: what do you got for him? If you don't want to see me open up a can of whoop-ass on this (laughs) fucking little bitch over here, then you don't have to go home, but you can. Listen here.
1: Give me a hell yeah.
0: Give me a hell
1: yeah. All right. Catch you guys next time. Peace.